0: And after we got done eating, he was like,
1: I feel so much better now.
0: I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm glad. You know, they make fun of girls for doing that, but clearly mm. it's universal. If he's not fed pretty regularly.
1: <laughs> we pretty get a little- regularly. <laughs> we, get a, we get a little anxious.
0: If we don't feed him on his schedule, <laughs> he mm-hmm. gets super cranky. Super cranky. Poor Chris. And he doesn't know it, but that's intro number one. <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to the show i'm blair and i'm kirsten and we are
1: Mediocre
0: content. And we have a topical intro this time because it's applicable to today's topic. (laughs) So convenient. (laughs) Immediately frozen. (laughs) At least the intro was killer. All right. So now that we've finally
1: gotten through the intro, I was about to say that (laughs) We, we're talking about One Direction we're outing ourselves as One Direction fans um, Kirsten's a little hesitant about that it is what it um, is but I'm going to talk about I'm going to update you guys on the Harry Styles concert because if you've listened to the pod you've known that a couple episodes ago we talked about how um, the concert got canceled and Caroline and I waited in that line for so long and we got like front row seats and blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, nope, sorry, we're not doing it. And so they finally did the update. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sorry. Um, but. So we we did the same thing. We got there in line <clears throat> to to sit in line overnight. Um, those, the concert was on a Thursday. We got there Wednesday night around midnight mm-hmm. and we were like so far back in line. It was awful. Jeez. Yeah, It was so bad. And cause everybody had already figured out the system by then. And like they used, people had like huge camping tents and it was taking up a lot of room, first of all. And second of mm-hmm. all, like, I think people were setting up tents and then leaving, like the girls next to us, they had like a whole wagon full of stuff and they weren't <laughs> even there for like two hours and they finally came and like set up their tent and everything.
0: Jeez. But I'm like, we could have moved their shit and they would have had no idea. Yeah. Well, and it reminds me of like, when you have um, like releases of games and everybody was like lining up at Best Buy or even like Black Friday. Yes. <laughs> when people would like set up tents for silly things like that. It's just a lot. <laughs> That's what it is, except for it's
1: exclusively well, almost exclusively women. But there yeah. are some, there are some men,
0: sure. and
1: some, and then there's a lot of parents as uh-huh. well. Right, like right. we, we talked to a couple parents who were like, "Hey, do so you know how long the line is? You guys seem like you've been sitting here for a long time." We're like, "Yes, we've been here for seventy-two years." Let oh us my tell gosh. you, let us tell you the scoop. Um. <clears throat> so anyway, I was kind of upset because I was like well we're not going to get the same spots we got last time it's going to be awful but we persisted and in the morning we got in line for our wristbands we were last time we were like 216 Mm -hmm. and this time we were like 400 and something (laughs) 435 something like that and uh, so again i'm just yeah. like i'm like well i guess it's just not meant to be it's fine like mm-hmm. you know i'm just never going to have it it'll be okay i'm like <laughs> accepting my fate we get dressed and we sleep we get dressed same routine yeah. and we get in line and you know we wait there's like a line to find out where your number is and then mm-hmm. once you once everyone's in order then you funnel into another line you <clears throat> go through security and then there's another line. Oh my to get, God. <laughs> to get into the actual venue. I know it's
0: crazy. Line after so, line.
1: So we finally get into the final line and we're like, okay, I think we can. I think we're it's going to be fine. So, Caroline and I split up because the stage is around. So, mm-hmm. one of us goes left, the other goes right and we're like, "Okay, if you find an open barricade spot, mm-hmm. just snag it and then call the other one and we'll just figure it out." So, right. we both ended up finding a spot. Um mm. and I we picked the spot that I chose, which was over it was kind of behind but it was like closer to um so most of his performances take place on one side of the stage, but then he comes over to the other side and exits
0: mm-hmm. through the,
1: the part of the stage where we were. So he like runs through the crowd and I'm like, oh my God, this, this be perfect. is perfect. Yeah. I know. Um, <clears throat> so we finally, we, we pick our spots, we sit down, we get some water, we get a snack, we go to the bathroom, <laughs> we do things that are necessary for human life. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then, and then the show starts. <laughs> and Wet Leg opens for them. That's and great. Wet Leg is really good. I don't know if you guys know who they are. They're, I think they're, they're a British band. Um, The two lead singers are female and they're super good. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, that gives me like somewhat Paramore vibes a little bit.
0: Oh, cute. Okay.
1: Yeah. They were, they're really good. And um, then Harry, because the stage is round. Mm-hmm they have to wheel him in a box like from (laughs) back in the back to underneath the stage. So he can come out under from underneath the stage. That's great. And everybody knows this, right? (laughs) So it's like not a secret. It's like not. And so he comes out, it looks like there's like equipment in this box, but everybody knows it's him Mm because it says, it says like soft cargo on it or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Um, cargo, (laughs) And so everyone like screaming while Mm -hmm. Harry's like being wheeled in this box. We can't see him, but we just know that he's in the box. (laughs) So, and everyone's like getting video of the box, Mm -hmm. like getting wheeled under there. And then this, this, the show starts and everything is wonderful and magical. And I don't even know what happened. And it was wonderful. (laughs) and everything else was a blur
0: and, and everything I else was a blur Harry Styles <laughs> at one
1: point was like at least three feet from me which is the closest I've ever been to him and it's amazing
0: <laughs> I'm so happy for you and
1: <laughs> yeah it was great and he good. like he didn't stop moving the whole time like he's yeah. a ball of energy not the whole surprising
0: time. yeah, yeah he,
1: that's good he, it was so good and he like I don't, he, I was at the show where he ripped his pants <laughs> just so everyone knows, which I just think out is, him like that. <laughs> and like the fan, the fandom is calling it like the, the, the pants rip that's heard around the world. It was great. Oh my gosh. And I know, I know. And it was just, it's so good. Um, and he recovered though. He did well. He, he got a, a, a flag from, the fans and tied it around his waist as you do. and went on about his business put on a great show changed his pants halfway through <laughs> everything was fine it was good also his stylist tweeted out I'm never putting that man in leather again because the <laughs> pants were leather that ripped anyway
0: <laughs> oh, so guy. it was it was good it was a very wonderful show me and Caroline both had a great time which is good considering I know it was you know y'all were kind of apprehensive about I know going back and having to like redo all of that in the first place which is just cumbersome really
1: I know I will say I was not it was just it felt like a chore you know driving six hours down to LA again right you know getting in line doing the whole thing but it was worth it we had barricade spots it was it was very good it was very Go good. He puts on a really good show. I felt it's awesome. I felt like it was it was great.
0: It was That's wonderful. Good. I'm glad you guys had a good time. And I sorry he ripped his pants.
1: <laughs> I am not. SpongeBob reference insert.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Uh,
1: it was yeah. It, yeah. it was it was the perfect show. It was wonderful. It was everything.
0: Well, don't worry. You don't have to stop talking about Harry. Uh, pretty much this whole podcast. I know
1: it's gonna be so good. <laughs>
0: um, do you want to dive into a little disclaimer? Oh, also, oh, my yeah. disclaimer is that we don't have any good news this week because everything around One Direction is sort of good news. <laughs> yeah, we just we're gonna be able to go on.
1: Yeah, about this topic for like years. So yeah. we're it's it's covered. We're gonna have a. Pl- plenty of content for you guys. Yeah, exactly. Mediocre or not, it's going to be (laughs) content. (laughs) It's going to be very full. So, um, the disclaimer is, um, we probably won't be able to cover everything about One Direction in this Mm. podcast because like I said, we could go on for like 15 years. Um, we, would encourage you to listen to One Direction
0: mm-hmm.
1: after this podcast, but if you don't want to and you don't like One Direction, that's fine too. You could skip this episode. We won't judge you. <laughs> and also, um, you know, we don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there are fans are way more dedicated to the craft out there who oh, yeah. will be like, oh, "You miss this," and "Oh, will you miss that?" And I'm like, "That's cool." Right. Comment down below. You know, we want we want your feedback we want to know mm-hmm. um we want to know what we missed because obviously that's new information to us um and so yeah just be don't be too hard on us if you're a one direction <laughs> stan because we we're trying out here you know exactly. we're old we got other things going on <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. But, you know what? Honestly, putting together some of the information for this, I often forget that we are of the same age range as all of them. And I know. I, and I'm always like, dang, at the same age, you are vastly more successful in life than I am. I know. I know. I think about that all the time. Oh, the
1: time. I'm like, oh my God, Harry's turned 29 six months before me and he's yeah. done like a billion more things than me, but it's Absolutely. fine.
0: It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, okay so let's start from the beginning shall we yes okay so before we get into our feels and talk about opinions preferences etc um this first half is just gonna give someone who doesn't necessarily know a lot about One Direction an overview of who they are how they started all of that good stuff so yes One Direction is a British Irish male boy band and they entered the world in I believe 2010 um, they do or did, past tense tears, have five members. They are Louis Tomlinson, Liam Payne, Zayn, Malik, Nalhorn, and Harry Styles, of course. Uh, and the distinction, British-Irish, is very important because while four of the members are from Britain, Nalhorn is actually from Ireland. So can't just say British, that's rude. Kirsten Um, can you
1: say now for me one more time
0: whatever we're moving on I'm not even gonna bother
1: so good she says all right so this is my favorite part about Kirsten this is why we're friends is because this is only the reason this is is the only this is the sole reason why we're (laughs) friends um because she says now like a southern (laughs) woman that she is and it's actually Nile. Whatever. Anyway, continue moving on
0: <laughs> now horn i remember Nile in college horn. when all of this horrible like <laughs> this horrible blasphemy started happening and coming at me so aggressively for the way i pronounced their names it, <laughs> it is my favorite thing that you it's say just, it gets caught in my mouth okay <laughs> i love it i love it so much and that sounded weird so anyway we're gonna move forward um they did not start as a group, they actually started as individuals who were auditioning for a British television show called The X Factor, and unfortunately, uh, none of them were selected as winners for their solo performances but if listener if you know this person named Simon Cowell he's a rather famous critic along the singing voice avenues it's, honestly if you
1: haven't heard of Simon Cowell right what <laughs> rock are you living under
0: <laughs> it's true and he's he's vastly known across i would say pretty much everywhere cuz he does these types of tv shows like not just for britain but you know everywhere everywhere yeah. he start he got
1: his first Judging job, I believe, was um, on American Idol the first season.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And and uh, he's harsh, I would say. But I would also say he's very knowledgeable at the same time. Yeah. And so I feel like yeah, that kind of gives you a pass <laughs> to a point. Um, But because he's so knowledgeable, he looked at these, you know, five soloists. And he's like, you know what? You guys need to be in a group. And so he contracted them together and created one direction and at that time the group was between the ages of like 16 and 18 so they started as teenagers um louis is the oldest of the group and harry is the youngest so louis is currently 31 uh zane nal and liam they're all going to be 30 this year zane has already turned 30 because i think his birthday is in january and mm-hmm. harry just turned 29 as of february 1 so um yes. he's, harry's 29 and liam and Niall have birthdays later so they also are 29 but they're going to be turning 30 that's why yeah it works out that way birthdays dates fun things um their first album was released in 2011 and it was called up all night, which I really love obviously, um, because it debuted the viral song. What makes you beautiful? It's probably the one song everyone can a hundred percent identify with one direction. And definitely it is yeah. a bop. It is a bop even now, you know, um, and it would top the British Irish Singles Chart, uh, for 2012, and would be named the best British single at the Brit Awards that same year. And if you don't know what the Brit Awards are, they're essentially the um, uh, British equivalent to like the Grammys, um, which is a really big deal. You got these teenagers up here, and they basically just won a British Grammy within a year of releasing one album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That success is exponential. <clears throat> I know. They uh, they it. It yeah. caught on like wildfire. It wild did, um, but this is where I think things start to make me sad. <laughs> oh no, it starts really early. But um so in their career, they had 2011 Up All Night, 2012 Take Me Home, in 2013 they did a concert tour with their Midnight Memories released that same year. I actually own this DVD. Uh, I do for too.
1: Concerts. <laughs> I tour. do too. Um,
0: 2014 was four and 2015 made in the AM. And the reason I get sad is because it really like if you think about the timeline, if they really started in 2010, uh, that's like five years, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So if they, they were working.
1: They put out an album
0: yearly On stop
1: every single year yeah. for their entire existence as a band
0: exactly and that's a lot honestly that is a lot of work especially again yeah. you have to think about how old they were you know they were very talented but also extremely young yeah um so the boys had a really great run up until about 2014 when four dropped uh, I put this into the notes where it says should have been an omen for what was to come. I know album. Like, four, so... <laughs> the, the irony
1: is, is in 2014, yeah. they released an album called four with the five of them. <laughs> Yeah, and then in 2015, Zayn announced he would be leaving, which <laughs> is wild.
0: It's got to be like a sign. I don't know if they did it on purpose necessarily, but it was definitely a sign we should have been looking for. Zane was like, mm, that's a good idea,"
1: and then just He was like, Zayn was like, gone. say less."
0: Yeah, say less. Um, and but then after their release of Made in the A.M., which was their first album without Zayn, they decided that they were going to go on quote. A hiatus. And you know what? We ain't heard from One Direction as a band since. And I'm real upset. That
1: is, <laughs> honestly, though.
0: Yeah, they should have just called it what it like, was. It was a breakup. They,
1: I know, but they just, I couldn't. Like <sighs> the fact that yeah. they did, I just, oh. oh. <laughs> that was a lot, but also nothing at There's the same so, time. <laughs> There's so many, like, trust issue problems yeah. like during this time in our lives too like not yeah. only did Sweetbriar close <laughs> and then After our college episode <laughs> right no Sweetbriar closed One Direction broke up Trump became president <laughs> as far as I was concerned the world was ending oh like god. I <laughs> I didn't know what was <sighs> happening I didn't even oh. make that conjecture
0: that geez That oh my know, god it was a yeah, lot. no
1: because like I was at Chatham in Pittsburgh and like my one of my roommates was also a One Direction fan. And she's like, Blair, I don't think we're going to make it. And I'm like, neither do I. It's going to be awful. <laughs> I
0: just wish I, I'm sure. Actually, I'm not sure. Maybe they really did have intentions to come back together. But I felt that like Zayn's exit. Uh, for me at least, kind of put a stamp on, like, no, that's probably not gonna happen, you know? Right. And just to kind of make a parallel, even though this happened much more recently, I felt the same about Little Mix when um gosh, is it is it Jesse who left? Jesse, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like as soon as Jesse left, I was like, oh no, this is like One Direction all over again. They're gonna do like one more hurrah show, and then I the guarantee they're just gonna disappear off the planet. And lo and behold, they announced that they were going on on like a hiatus of their own. So it's just, you know, I know they don't want to disappoint their fans, but I was more disappointed that they kind of left us hanging for so long. Like, Oh,
1: maybe they'll come back. And I don't know. And a normal person would be like, oh, well, obviously they're not coming back. It's a hiatus. But you would be (laughs) shocked to know that like the amount of One Direction stand accounts that are still on the Internet and actively going because they're following all the boys separately and Mm -hmm. you know they try to make it's like the Taylor Swift fans that are Mm -hmm. like they try to pick up on like little things like they're they're actively trying to pick up on like little hints that One Direction is gonna make a comeback and I just I you know it's fun it's a fun time it's not gonna happen yeah okay good um because I was gonna say that when Zayn left it was like a significant Impact to a lot of fans. Yeah. Like, there were so many girls that I knew who were like obsessed with Zane. They yeah. were like, Zane was one direction for them. <laughs> and I think I have a theory. And I have a theory that when Zane left, they, those people moved on to the right. 1975. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. a direct Zane leaving to stands of the 1975, which is a British band that. Mm-hmm we won't talk about in this episode but um there's a direct pipeline from zane leaving to the 1975 stands in my opinion
0: yeah it's just because i think when that happens it's kind of it's almost like a rebound band right like because you're you were so attached to this group and so attached to the individuals and you you do your research as a as a fan and you right really delve into their lives and what they're doing and they're out like everything. And then suddenly it's like sucked away from you. And you're like, well, what the heck do I do now? And it sounds trivial. Like, I feel like some people be like, well, it's just a freaking band. But for some people, it wasn't just a freaking band. It was like, yeah, the thing that cheered them up, the thing that got them through. I know we listened to it in our study sessions in college. Like Mm -hmm. it really does become an integral part of your life. And then all of a sudden it switches off.
1: I even have like, since I've been on the Harry Styles train for this Mm -hmm. concert, Concert. i've even started listening to some of the mm. one direction yeah like albums now and it's instant serotonin for me yeah like, instant serotonin and can i just say that there is there is a definitive shift in their content from so like 2011 and 2012 up all night and take mm-hmm. me home very good albums very like typical boy band pop like right. bangers mm-hmm. like super good and then And in the, in those two albums, the aesthetic is very much like good British lads, like (laughs) making, making it happen for them and their love life, blah, blah, blah. But then in 2012, when Midnight Memories promo came out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, and that I think is when we, and like 2013, 2012, I think that's Mm -hmm. when we like first started on the train. If I'm, if I'm correct.
0: It's sad though. Because they didn't last much longer. <laughs> well, I I know that, but like the
1: I remember seeing those like promo pictures with like yeah. Zayn had tattoos, and then Harry had started getting tattoos, Liam, and then the the whole vibe was just yeah. way more like edgy and yes. like so good, so good, so good, and so. I feel like that's when they were at their peak, and that was when Tumblr was a huge thing, and like mm-hmm. One Direction mm-hmm. on Tumblr was like, Whoo. that's <laughs> there. that's the whole reason I
0: got a Tumblr. Dangerous territory, Tumblr,
1: <laughs> and my blog was called "My Late Onset Boy Band Hysteria" just to out myself. <laughs> that's fantastic because up until One Direction, I was not an in backstreet in sync Backstreet Boys fan like I was not a super Uh, fan the way that I was for One Direction One Direction was like maybe the Jonas Brothers too but like One Direction was like the gateway drug into this whole thing
0: (laughs) yeah I honestly I really liked NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys apparently there's a rivalry nowadays where they're like you can only like one and I think that's BS but I think that's dumb too um just like what you like but I do think that I didn't I don't think I developmentally put as much effort into uh, like other ones leading up to one direction as well that's fair yeah Yeah. so because i mean i had never gone to a concert prior and we'll talk about that you know in the second half but um now they all have solo careers yeah um they broke up officially in their (laughs) fake hiatus in 2015 uh and so i also i noticed something and maybe you know this as well uh I noticed going through some of this information that like, despite them having solo careers, they don't really do solo albums as much. It's more like singles and collabs. Like if you look at Liam's work, he's almost always collabing with somebody these days. Like he.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I think Louie, Liam and maybe Zayn, I know Zayn came out with his initial album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's come out with anything prior to that. Lot.
0: Yeah. Not or not
1: prior, but like after that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Louis Louie, Lamb and Zane, I don't think s- had the drive to put out yeah. more albums. Niall and Harry are the ones who have kind of stuck around mm-hmm. in terms of like full studio albums.
0: Exactly. So the most recent one that I saw of Harry's uh, was Harry's House.
1: Yes, it did so good. And that's what the concert was, and it was amazing.
0: <laughs> Apparently, it's, Blair it's, honestly, highly recommends.
1: it's my favorite album of his. Like his oh, initial debut album was good mm-hmm. and Fine Line was good, but Harry's House speaks to me in like oh, a really different way. It it's so good so much.
0: And then Nal has Heartbreak Weather. I don't the other thing I would like to say, I don't really listen to them individually. individually. And and I hate that, but literally I just fell off the train. But anyway nile has heartbreak weather louis most niles Niall's,
1: recent one, Niall's coming out with another one he has a single oh, out for okay. his new album so that's coming out soon
0: so, okay so maybe a 2023 hit for yeah now. so just you know if you're mm-hmm. into him just be aware it's coming out yep yep uh we got faith in the future for louis uh lp1 which i'm assuming just stands for liam payne one and we'll get to liam later <laughs> Uh, but that's his most recent album, and then Zayn had nobody is listening. But Zayn is also one of those he like puts out a lot of singles, not a lot of yeah. full fledged albums. So you know, they're they all have their own avenue. They all have their own thing that are you know that they're doing. I but I agree with you. Harry and Nal are the most active. Even Louis is pretty active, but not as often. Um, well, and
1: I think Louis, yeah. Liam, and Zane also all have like m- like significant others that and also have babies right
0: right. Like they, so, all
1: yeah. of all three of them have like family lives and stuff too where Niall and Harry are both like yeah you know just hang like making music doing what they love to do you know <laughs> right
0: so it's it's also a lifestyle difference um in that case so that you know be a little bit different but uh I don't know I I want to give them a break before we dive into the i
1: know the we need yeah they need a break this was a good overview though i think yeah so. i think so too yeah so we will we'll see you guys on the other end of the break congratulations
0: you've made it to the ad segment of the podcast don't worry the podcast is now thankfully halfway over and we think you'll have what it takes to push through to the end you got this
1: We completely understand if you have to bow out for now, but if you do, make sure to come back at some point to try and finish what you started. Or not. That's also fine.
0: If you got what it takes to continue, we know you do, keep listening so you can get this over with. And be sure to tune in to future mediocre mediocre content. content. Welcome back, everybody. We are on the second half of our One Direction journey.
1: And I would just like to say that Kirsten and I did not stop talking. Like, we paused <laughs> for a second and we just continued to talk about what we were talking about before. So, so yeah. we just thought we would hit record again so you guys would know what let's, we're saying.
0: Let's freaking do it. I have, like, a couple of things in here that I just wanted to touch on just sure. for, for the sake of it, right? So, of course, we have... um the the favorites journey, right? So favorite Mm -hmm. starting and ending member. Um do you have a favorite starting or ending member? I mean you like Harry now and that's great, but did you start with Harry or you know? So okay. So this is what happened.
1: Um I initially in One Direction Nile. And that's because he happy like super chill he's just seemed the the persona that he gave off in the Mm -hmm. group was just like the guy who was willing to just go with the flow and that's attractive to me I thought that that was you know a really good quality to have especially in a group of five guys you know touring together you know it's um I also but I also like you know I think Harry would have been my second choice Mm -hmm. um as a favorite in the band, um, if we were, that would be called your bias. By the way, Just <laughs> a fun, a
0: little bias. fun group
1: f- vernacular there, yeah. um. So, yeah, that would I think those those two have always been like my favorite. What about yeah. you?
0: Uh, well, my. Uh, starter was Zane. I feel like mm-hmm. I just said like starter Pokemon. My starter Pokemon was Zane. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, it just I I kind of liked the darker, grungier kind of look. Yes. Um, and so that's kind of what got me into it, honestly. But truthfully, it wasn't even the members that got to me. I ended on Niall. Nile's like the guy that I prefer out of mm-hmm. all of them. And if I cared to still listen to his music I would but I'm just it really hit me in my feels and I just kind of dropped all of yeah. them <laughs> you the definitely I was going to say you felt more like really betrayed by yeah. them I
1: think after all that happened and it yeah. was just not not just, happening so, for you
0: it's so silly con- like considering they don't even know who we are you know like I know, well no it's
1: not though because yeah. like I I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy after they killed off McDream. <laughs> so like I feel you I I was not putting up with that at all. Mm-mm.
0: Well, it the thing is, so a little bit of backstory is that outside of you, Nadira and Victoria were huge fans of yes. One Direction. Like, that's all they talked about. They were all into it. And they all liked, mm-hmm. of course, Victoria was all into Harry. And I think Nadira really liked Harry, too. Um, I
1: think so, too. I think she was also yeah. a Louis and Zayn stan Probably. as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Uh, Nadira if you do listen to this let us know (laughs) yeah I don't remember now it's been quite a while but um this is actually a song from them that got me into them and I think it was Nadira who played it maybe you were Mm. there I don't really remember a whole lot from the initial phase but it was um excuse me I just choked on my spit I'm so emotional (laughs) Um, but it was uh all these little things like that was the song Mm -hmm. that was my gateway song into being. Is that that's off
1: memories, right?
0: Uh, Little things, or no? Is it the first? It's it's I think it's like one of their first ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and honestly, it's uh got a lot of good now vocals in there, um, to his credit, and so, you know. I started listening to them more, and then as a group, for some reason, we decided that we were going to spend money to go to a concert, and then- we did. <laughs> and so we in, did go in, in Philadelphia, randomly yeah, enough. Exactly. Um, that was an interesting ride, um, and an interesting concert. It was my first concert ever, also, which was a lot of fun. And I don't yeah. also remember a whole lot from it, but I I'm I remember
1: we I remember seeing them interact on stage because yeah. for the first time and noticing like the little like interaction like between mm. the bandmates because they don't do like the group dancing situation no. so they're constantly just like you know moving around moving around and like finding people to interact with so it's it was cute it was fun
0: the only The most vivid memory I have from it is actually all of the people with the Harry style face cutouts that made me feel really awkward (laughs) that I did not like.
1: That's so interesting because I have no memory of that at all. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> there was a group of girls that was right in front of us and they all had one. And I remember thinking, could you just lower them? He doesn't want to see his own face in the crowd. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I can't believe you don't
1: remember that. You are. No, I think I n- now <laughs> now now with this vivid like feeling you just gave me like, <laughs> don't don't yuck their yum. like they- <laughs> they're doing what they want to live their best fangirl life a they couldn't even see us when we were sitting anyway so who cares they couldn't see us and we
0: couldn't see anything so that's great oh my god (laughs) but anyway it was my my first concert i was judging it's like
1: it's giving that it's giving that like I shaved my legs and like put on a nice outfit for <laughs> a guy who's going to be doing a concert who has no idea I exist. It's giving yeah. that
0: energy. Absolutely. It is. And I would, <laughs> I came here and I wanted to look fab and we did look fab because we, we made did. our own hats. <laughs> we did. We did. We made our own hats
1: that yes. had like one direction on them mm-hmm. and like all kinds of stickers and buttons. And it was really
0: mm-hmm. cute. And that is a throwback to Sweet Briar and the tap No, hats. no, don't <laughs> stop that's really stop why right we now. did it
1: absolutely not okay we're not <laughs> we'll dive into that another time we will we'll not be talking about that okay. on okay
0: <laughs> um. um but with that though um all these little things is my favorite song but we discussed something during the break that Blair wants to talk about which is the albums like the favorite albums that they yes. did and I actually agree with her opinion Yeah. So
1: like kind of what I was saying partially before up all night and take me home was like their baby face. Right. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, everyone was very clean cut. There was a lot of polo shirts and like sweaters, AKA jumpers if you're in Britain. (laughs) Um, and then midnight memories really made that shift to Mm -hmm. them being older, like in their twenties. Um, you know, there was tattoos and ripped denim and like Harry, we'll, we'll talk about Harry's like hair phases here in a minute. Mm -hmm. Because that was a whole, like, <laughs> epidemic. Um, but Four and Made in the AM in 2014 and 2015 were their last two albums. Mm-hmm. And those two albums, I think, are the best ones. And they don't get enough credit because there's all this drama going on with Zayn mm-hmm. leaving. And just, like, the band surviving as four of them. Yeah. and but they they're very mature like well-written albums um one, ed sheeran wrote a couple of songs on those albums for them mm-hmm. um it's it's, it's good both really good really they're good the ones and, i re listen like, to
0: the most
1: and honestly like the the music that niall and harry are currently doing are not that is not that far off from like no. the vibe of four and made in the it's, a.m
0: that's true you're right like
1: they're very similar um i would say like like liam and louie are both doing like way different stuff um
0: and didn't zane kind of went down sort of like a a rap kind of r&b kind of vibe yeah Yeah. which is fine i think he has the vocals for it but it's just it's very different than what they were doing even on those two last albums yeah i feel yeah
1: um but yeah, I think they're just super underrated. Um, oh yeah, they're really <clears throat> and good. I, they're they're my they're both my favorite. I think.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. They are the ones that I pull out the most if I do want to listen. I'm just like, oh yeah, these are the ones I want to vibe with. Yeah. Um. I. or go ahead. Go ahead. I want to talk about Liam. I don't. Okay. But I do. Okay. Can I talk about
1: K-pop um, <laughs> versus in One Direction really quick? Yes, I, just wanna, I think it would. I think it would add to the Liam conversation we're about to have.
0: I think so as well.
1: Okay, yeah. so I I have recently, because of Caroline, gotten into K-pop, hmm. and K-pop is notorious for having a lot of groups that have a ton of members. So like many. BTS has seven, but they're low compared mm-hmm. to um, other groups.
0: Just insanity,
1: right? Yeah. And also well known that k-pop is like rigorous Mm into the touring schedules the albums that are expected out. they're supposed to be producing content like 24 7 like it's Mm -hmm. very rigorous what they have to do and what the expectations are because it's like very much viewed as like a career and an all-consuming lifestyle if you decide to do that over and so but the thing that i think is great which i think we could do in america is each of bts for there's seven of them each one has a solo career
0: Mm, at the same time so yes so
1: now one of their members had to go into the army for mandatory service all the other six can have their solo careers and then they'll get back to once everybody's done they mm-hmm. need to do which right. I think is a really like great way yeah um, because those fans especially now in the days of the internet like those fans don't go away no. so if it just give our the freedom to have solo careers as well as be a part of this band or a group I think that that's a really like efficient and smart way to like have boy bands or
0: you know groups in general I'm greened. I'm also going to turn my camera off because you're glitching really bad. Just so <laughs> oh, side oh God. Oh. Hold on. Maybe this will help. Okay. Is that better?
1: I, I hope, know. I hope everybody heard what I had to say. Yeah, I don't
0: know. no, it was, yeah, it, it kept coming in and out, but it was like catching up with you. So it was still talking. So it was okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I agree. And I I've listened to a couple of like isn't it Jimin uh, who mm-hmm. recently came out with Vibe that's an excellent song yes yes and I think it is a really good way to do it because number one you can still build your like individual kind of internal fan base and they are mm-hmm. already a fan of you to be fair because the band made them a fan of you so they're gonna, right. you know they're gonna listen to what you have but if you and in, in one direction's case where that it did not happen and the individualism started afterwards after you know it was kind of dramatic once people started to kind of pull away from the band yes. i think that's what makes it really difficult because then you're breaking you're kind of breaking up with your with your fans because they were a fan of one direction and they didn't have a lot of individualism to tie them right. to the rest of the members as members right and so everybody loved harry as a personality which is i think a really big booster for him and mm-hmm. then when he started coming out with his individualized stuff they were like oh yeah we're on board but right for the other ones it's kind of like well he kind of fell off and zane broke a lot of people's hearts and like i'm gonna get too soon liam's kind of a jerk now for some reason and right <laughs> it just, yeah you you lose You lose the momentum. Well, and it gives you if you're allowed to have your
1: solo career as well as be in the group. It gives you more freedom as a group to kind of take a break for a second and stop the wheels. Heck yeah! Because you know they were going, you know, year after year after year. They were on tour, recording their next.
0: Yeah, they were, which I think
1: is doable. But after a while, I mean, it's exhausting. So not that I have any experience in this field at all but like, you know.
0: <laughs> but it um, becomes unrealistic.
1: Yeah, totally. So I think that in the future to avoid these problems I think adopting that model would be way better.
0: I think so too. And it definitely wouldn't leave the fans high and dry. They wouldn't have a bad taste in their mouth with it. Uh, I mean, right. even the hardest One Direction fans still probably have a little bit of hurt, you know? like it Totally. Because just... I felt that way about like... <laughs> my chemical ra- romance like years, oh, years, no. years ago but i felt like that because you know they just kind of disappeared <laughs> yeah you know it's kind of like one day you were jamming out and the next it was all gone and all over right so i it's, get it
1: yeah it's tragic it's yeah. heartbreaking
0: yeah
1: um okay so now we can talk about liam i'm, I'm ready to talk <laughs> about liam okay
0: so speaking of this joker so the other thing that happens when you go solo uh, for some reason is you start- I,
1: I have theories I know why he's like this but continue
0: uh, sure so <sighs> if you don't know and I don't even what's the um what was the name of the group that he was with during this
1: I don't know I don't okay it, it, that, it doesn't, really it doesn't matter. matter it doesn't so, matter
0: Liam went on a, a, another podcast it's kind of like a conversational kind of yeah podcast. he went but- on
1: it first of all he went on the logan paul co- podcast okay, so which that's, is
0: that's what it was which yeah, is yeah, yeah.
1: logan paul if you don't know who he is in my opinion in my humble opinion and i would say, mm-hmm. i would say some people also agree with me about this that he's a mm-hmm. garbage human being absolutely um and liam went on this podcast because he wanted to air out some grievances that he had for whatever whoever advised him to do this is an idiot and the fact that Liam wanted to do this also makes him worse yeah it's such garbage and so this is this is the origin story that has made Liam the garbage human being that he has (laughs) become so when One Direction was first formed Simon Cowell legend has it Simon Cowell. Legend has it. Legend has it. Simon Cowell promised Liam that he could be like the front runner of Mm -hmm. this band. He -hmm. could be like the Justin Timberlake to NSYNC. Like he could be that guy. And it made sense in the first few albums because Liam had the most experience as a band member in the music field. Um, So and none of the other boys really knew what they were doing. Like Harry had a band. Prior to this as well, but it wasn't, it was like a garage band, you know, it wasn't anything like what Liam had experienced. And so, right. so Liam goes into this thinking that, you know, he's going to be the next greatest mm-hmm. musician to ever live. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for him, the fans picked Zane and Harry mm-hmm. as the, fa- the fan favorites right. because- for, you know, who they are as people.
0: Right. And honestly, you can kind of see that. I think you can kind of see that happening because on the first couple of albums, who has the most lines in the videos, who is pictured most, I would argue to say Liam and yeah. in the group shots, of course, I would say he's usually front and center for the most part. So they were exactly. trying to push for that. Right. But I mean, if you look at Harry and Zane, I would say number one, At that age, at the beginning, right when Mm -hmm. they first started, I would say you've got Harry, who looks like the cute, pretty boy, very easy to attach yourself to, very easy to love, and then you have Zayn, who is the edgier kind of complete one hundred and eighty. Like they had very distinctive, like looks and feels to their sounds, right? That I think they also had. Sorry, no. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, but they I have strong feelings they also had in my opinion Zayn and Harry have more of a vocal range than Liam they do. has
0: they do and so I think they stood out very obviously despite mm-hmm. the effort to kind of push forward somebody that they you know promised or assumed would kind of be the fan favorite and I just think even though Liam is a I think vocally Liam is great like I do enjoy yeah. his voice and I think he has a great voice but I think he was not distinct enough compared to Harry and Zayn correct like, they just were so distinctive in all portions looks vocals personality it was just very obvious yeah to me anyway
1: I agree Harry and those dimples man you can't yeah, you just but, can't you know- like even at the concert that me and Caroline just went to Caroline mm-hmm not the biggest like One Direction or Harry Styles fan but she went because she has forced me to go to lots of BTS <laughs> concerts so we, it's like a trade off Yeah, and she's like oh my god Blair like he is just un- like objectively hot like he's yeah. objectively good looking yeah. and the little like the smile and like the way that he flirts with the crowd it's like you it's, it's wild it's just you can't there's no overcoming that you know what <laughs> I mean?
0: I think there's also um And this is just me in my opinions now so just speculation right sure so there i think there's also something distinctive about somebody who does not have to try to be front and center yes you know so like you know like uh i would say all of them are like attractive as individuals right but yeah if i had to say uh you know who had to force it less I, I would say it's Harry and Zane and even Louis and Nile to a point. I do not think that the other boys outside of Liam, now 2020 hindsight looking back, mm-hmm. um, I do not think they were trying or vying for attention. I right. do think Liam was, and when it was not received as aggressively, things maybe took a turn personally.
1: Yeah. I I agree with you. I think I think the other boys were just in it fun you know right. they, yeah. they like wanted to have a nice time with their friends and they that yes. right back to the crowd because yes crowd wanted to have a nice time with them yeah. and then when Liam even even in after like if you're looking once Zane left and when you watch the carpool karaoke mm. of, of the four of them with James Corden it's Liam is so trying to get attention it's yeah. I can't unsee it now it's yeah. awful And I think it's, he's just become, he's sad because he was not chosen as the one. And I think, first of all, that's a shitty attitude to have. And (laughs) it says a lot about his character. Right. And so then he went on Logan Paul's podcast and was like, Mm -hmm. well, I, you know, there was some fighting in the band and he was just like airing out all of this dirty laundry mm-hmm. he like apparently shoved someone up against a wall which in my head I I assume it's either Zayn or Harry it Probably. has to be
0: yeah no way the other no I can't imagine him and not in a fist fight
1: <laughs> oh my I can't imagine Niall in a fist fight with <laughs> anyone oh my no god lies. exactly
0: no. <laughs> um so like I
1: it's too he it 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 broke a lot of directioners' hearts, I think, yes. because it made he basically was like, Yeah, we were having a bad time. And he like right. confirmed that they were all having a bad time and that's why they had to like break up. And,
0: yeah. it, and as a fan, you don't want to hear that. No. As a fan, keep you your don't, dirty I, I also yourself.
1: feel well, and I also like I also feel bad because they were not yeah. having a good time like way before
0: yeah.
1: way before we all knew they weren't having a good time you Which know is so just I'm like
0: focus and I yeah. think I would kind of I, I would take Liam's opinion for a grain of salt and I would say Liam was not having a good time because Liam was not center of attention but I right. would say the other boys were probably for it and like really into it but then when Liam started you know showing Having himself his and ha- yeah. yeah and i think that zane walked out because he's like well crap i can do this on my own and not have to deal with the drama so bye and i get right. that you know in yeah. hindsight i get it
1: <laughs> totally totally oh so,
0: you know and honestly liam aside like i can't imagine the other boys harboring you know that much you know disdain for, <laughs> for each other time together you know yeah. like if Liam feels that way. Oh, also the interesting caveat to all of this, to be fair, uh, Mm -hmm. is Liam was intoxicated during this interview. (laughs) So I would like to put that out there. Or Or at least a little bit
1: He was, yeah, he was drinking significantly on the podcast. I don't know if he was drunk before or like coming in.
0: Right. So everybody's like, well, you know, you really find out, you know, when you are impaired, you know, for example, like how you really feel. But I would also like to say perhaps if he was not as intoxicated, perhaps he would not have phrased it as aggressively as he did and maybe would have had a little more sense <laughs> intact with his words. No, you're fine. Yes, but who knows? I, I yeah. agree. I. Well,
1: it is what it is now. Mm-hmm. But bottom line is I wasn't – I did not think Liam was going to be a significant role in the breakup until <laughs> recently – and yeah. now everything is different and he's no longer yeah. I think I think it should be Harry Nile, Louis and Zane and Liam should
0: leave.
1: <laughs> That's what but, I think.
0: And that honestly that kind of brings me to the last kind of portion I wanted to kind of discuss is the possibility of a reunion tour. I think Liam sunk that. Oh, totally. I I think he sunk it for everyone and not just for the for the other boys, but for for fans like for us we're like oh well now you've definitely ruined any chance we thought we had <laughs> of you guys yeah. doing like a comeback or a reunion tour yeah. if possible like I don't know I I would be very surprised if all of them came back together I agree
1: mm-hmm. um I could see Harry and Niall doing yeah. something together I kind of was hoping because Niall has all this new music coming out that he was mm-hmm. going to show up at one of Harry's um, concerts or something like that. Um, I, that's obviously not going to happen, but, um, I, that's kind of what I was hoping. Um, but I don't, yeah, Mm. everybody else, I don't, I don't think so. I, they all seem to communicate and like wish each other happy birthdays and stuff like that.
0: Sure. Um, But that's just like politeness. Yeah. Yeah. After knowing each other for so long, probably.
1: Yeah. And then I know that I know for a fact, Harry and Niall both still post on like the one direction anniversaries (laughs) um, just to say like, you know, thank you so much for like making this possible for us and blah, blah, blah. But
0: yeah. So probably I not I, I over, wanna, guys I want to be hopeful but I'm also like if it doesn't happen I'm not gonna lose sleep over it because I know I'm, I'm kind of over it but if it does happen though your girl your <laughs> girl's gonna be, be there girl's gonna be there yeah on the flip side i uh, be yeah a aesthetic if it does happen which is just <laughs> it's just how it flips that's right.
1: I uh, will you will I
0: will quit my jo- I will be there. <laughs> I, think, I will quit my job. <laughs> my job. Uh, I no. will be there. No. Yeah, but um honestly that's that's kind of all I had drama aside. <laughs> yeah. Um if you are a fan, we'd love to know uh I'm sure there's probably one or two of the people that listen to us that might at least know who One Direction is. Uh, or if you have a band that you feel the same way about maybe it's not one direction maybe it is the my chemical romances (laughs) that are still out there really sad gerard does make music still by the way so if anybody was a fan there's still music out there (laughs) for those who might be interested i don't listen to it but i know he makes music
1: oh my god what is it with you you only (laughs) listen to the groups you don't listen to the, you don't listen to the, you don't support your people. Look, come on.
0: If it's over, it's over. I just want to be done with it, you know? Oh my,
1: she, you heard it here first, folks. Kirsten has no patience oh, for that nonsense. Oh, no,
0: dang. Just do your own thing and leave me alone. And I'm sad. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, besides that, um, as always, you can reach out to us if you want to, uh, especially if you disagree with me. Uh, we'd love to get emails from you at MediocreContentPodcast at gmail.com uh, Send us a tweet at mediocre squawks or follow us on Instagram at MediocreContentPodcast Anything else from you, Blair?
1: <laughs> no okay <laughs> you're just gonna be sad I'm, I'm like sad this is over now oh. i love talking about this so much
0: yeah it is uh, a really good topic and we got to air out all the other dirty laundry I know. that we I felt. So felt so much good. feelings so
1: many feelings all right yes well um so anyway you guys but- have a good week and we'll see
0: you next week for more feelings because it'll be valentine's week more feelings <laughs> all right see you then cheers cheers